live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is the Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your life, specifically with your money, in your work, and in your relationships. The phone number is 888-825-5225. He's George Camel. I'm Ken Coleman. Thrilled that you guys are hanging out with us today. George is our money expert and the author of a brand new and soon-to-be best-selling author status. Like, this is this book... It's called Breaking Free from Broke. And, uh, you know, look, I like to make predictions because, honestly, George, it's because I don't mind being wrong. You know That's what I mean? That's fair. I like, hope you're not wrong. I don't think I'm going to be. I think this is going to be a bestseller. I think it's going to be a number one. I'm going to project that. Wow. We've got another week. We're, we're wrapping up the first week of pre-sell. So yeah. here's the deal. Uh, if you're new to the program and you love George, and let's be honest, there's no way that you're not new to the program and you don't love George. He's just that Thank lovable. That. This is the new book, Breaking Free, uh, Breaking Free rather from Broke, The Ultimate Guide to More Money, Less Stress. By the way, you can get it at RamseySolutions.com or anywhere books are sold. And George, give me 10 seconds on the book. Can you Ooh, give me 10 yes. seconds? I believe the system is designed to keep you broke. And it's not all of your fault, but it's your responsibility to rise above the system and live with more margin, more freedom, more options, and totally unplug from this toxic money culture of debt. Yeah, it's going to help a lot of people. So get it now, breaking free from broke, RamseySolutions.com, wherever books are sold. All right, let's go to Cincinnati, Ohio. Jack is there. Jack, how can we help? Hi, how are you guys? Good. How are you, sir? I'm good. I wanted to get your input on a impending uh, house purchase for my family and I. We have been renting for uh, right now, and um, we are going to be moving for a new job in a few months. And we've been looking at houses in the six to nine hundred thousand dollar range. But I feel like our our financial situation is a little bit unique, and so I wanted to make sure that my calculations for that being a reasonable budget are correct. Okay. Lay it out for us. So the bad news is I have $250,000 in student loans. Oof. The good, the good news is I've got zero credit card debt, zero car debt, and I use that student loan to become a doctor. Oh, uh-huh. what kind of a doctor? So, um, Let's just keep it to I'm in one of the higher paying specialties. So oh, okay. I very nice. Landed my I'll call it dream job. And so in in a few months we'll be moving for that and my new salary is gonna be six hundred thousand dollars a year. Congratulations. Woo! All right. That's Fantastic. Good. That's the good news on top of the two fifty. <laughs> yeah. But we still get so the two hundred fifty thousand. Obvi- yeah, so obviously we're we're planning on trying to pay that off in a year or less. Good. Wow. Good for you. And so I wanted to make sure that, you know, we, we buy a house that will not inhibit our ability to pay that off as fast as possible. So why not? I'm going to lay out a different option, just option B right now or C, where you rent for a year where you're going to move to and you use that year to pay off the debt to get an emergency fund, to build up a down payment. It might even be two years of renting. What would be wrong with that move? Yeah, we, we have considered that. The, the main reason why we don't want to do that is because we have been moving quite frequently for the last decade. Uh, it's kind of a how things go with the uh, medical training process. And so we are sick of moving and mm. you know, just we're longing to be able to settle down somewhere 
and um, get a community and not have to uproot our lives every two years. Can I push so back that's, on that's that? That's the main thing. Let me push back on that. And I, first of all, I understand it. Totally get it. Ken has done some moves in his day. I have. Uh, Jack, I totally understand. But you've done it this much over the last decade. You can do it one more time. And I think that's what George is proposing. You and can I even will hire t- some of those high-end movers that move all of Like, they'll yeah. unpack the junk drawer and put it back in your new junk drawer. Yeah, I love that. But but just even higher up the ladder on the priority list than that. I love that George is right. You can get great movers, and it's not that big of a deal. However, you're moving to a new area, starting a new job. I would not put the added pressure. Do you have kids? Yeah. Yeah, see, I, Stacey and I, when we moved now, so... Let me tell you, so you know that I'm saying this from experience. This is what I would do. When when Stacey and I moved back here nine years ago, we had lived here for three years, no kids. Uh, we move away to Atlanta. Dave brings me back to join the team here nine years ago. It's going to be 10 years in June. And we rented for two years because this time around, even though we had lived here three years before, it had been 11 years in that gap, George. And we had three kids now two of which were school age, one was going to be starting kindergarten, and we just said, you know what, we're going to rent and resettle and get a lay of the land. And I think even more so because of all the moves you guys have made in the last 10 years, I I would rent. I like George's I like George's suggestion for two reasons. One, financial. He's right absolutely about that. Two, gives you guys some time so that when you settle, you're settled. We are familiar with the area we're going to be moving to, so it's not like we're it's a, a totally blind move. But you know, we, all right, we, you know what? Are, I still go with we, George. We are considering doing that path. I was just curious if if, if that number. But you're you're like, considering taking on potentially a seven hundred thousand dollar mortgage or more. Yeah, it's going to put correct? you a million or more in debt. So it's going to be harder to pay right. off the student loans. Rent is going to be cheaper no matter where you're going when you're carrying that kind of debt. And I, I recommend you do this with a 15-year fixed rate mortgage where the payment is no more than a quarter of your take-home pay. Now, that parameter you won't right. struggle with because of your amazing income. But I also recommend you guys save up 20% down. So think about your next goals. We got to clean up the debt. Mm-hmm. We need a fully funded emergency fund of six months. We need a down payment of 20%. We just have some priorities here, and so that's why I don't recommend jumping into the house. You'll be there in no time, and I understand moving one more time is going to be a pain, but when you do it our way, it's going to give you so much more peace and margin, a smaller mortgage that you're going to knock out more quickly, and then you can afford all the home renovations and emergencies and the HVAC, and all that stuff will just be a slight inconvenience. Mm-hmm. That's our take, Jack. That's, that, what that's I probably not what you wanted to hear. What are you thinking? Before you call us, what number were you thinking about spending on a house, which means lending? I'm sorry? What were you thinking price-wise when you called us that you thought, well, I think I can do this. Let me call George and Ken and see what they think. What what, what number were you putting on the house? The the, the average that of houses we've been looking at online has been around 700 Yeah. Well, what would that put you? How would that strain you? Would that strain you at all? Or do you feel about that 700000 How much could you put down? I think that we would be able to, um, we, would, we would not be able to put much down at all. Um, but so you move in with no equity would... whatsoever with a bigger mortgage. I mean, we're talking, if you did 700000 with nothing down, you're talking $7,500, $8,000 on this wow. mortgage every month where you could rent for two or three in a nice place. 
So I'm doing that while you clean up this mess, but you'll be there in no time. You make over 600 grand. It's mind-boggling. It's going to be a blink of an eye before you're in that house. Yeah, I, I agree with you, George. I think, uh, Jack, if you can just trust George's advice on this, I think you're going to come out feeling so much better on this deal. Have a great house, no debt. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. You're listening to and you're watching The Ramsey Show. We're coming to you from our worldwide headquarters in Franklin, Tennessee, just a little bit south of Nashville. I know you like when I say worldwide. I just thought to myself, yeah, this is the international headquarters. If you'd like to, you know, hype it up a little bit, it is. There is no well, other to be HQ. fair, people visit us from all over the world now, which is really fun. Thank so you. if you're around the Nashville, Tennessee area, come see make us. us a part of your trip. We'd love to have you. We come out in the lobby and sign books and take pictures and you can get free coffee and baked goods and a mug and yeah. we make it a whole experience we for really you. do it is a lot of fun and we have some brave souls out here today Woo. uh it's a winter wonderland uh all of a sudden in the nashville area so uh you know uh glad you're with us no matter where you're listening how you're listening or watching Triple eight eight two five five two two five is the number let's go to the big apple christopher joins us there christopher how can we help Yes, hi, sir. I appreciate you guys answering my call. Um, I'm just uh, kind of in a situation, um, and I want to learn how to kind of start my life independently and also manage my finances uh, at the age of 23. Okay. Can you be more specific? What what challenges can we help you through now at the age of 23 that you're thinking through? So um, I was living with my father from the time... I moved in uh, from the ages of 15 to 22. Uh, we were just living in an apartment together. Mm-hmm. He passed um, in September of 2022, so I was 22. Oh, so sorry um, for that loss. I appreciate that, sir. Thank you. And um, pretty much uh, from there, I um, I kind of stayed in that apartment for a while, just rent-free, and I eventually got evicted. And um, I had to move in with my uncle, so he, that was back in April of 2023, so not even a year ago, and um, what you call it. So I've been living with my uncle, so my dad's brother, uh, now for uh, about eight months. And um, he also has his health ailment, like ailments as well. Uh, like, you know, he has COPD. He's been on oxygen for 26 years. He's seven years old, so he's limited. Um, his time is limited. Um, and basically, you know, he's, he's actually in the hospital right now. Um, it's just me and him living in an apartment. Um, he's going to be okay, but I just want to 
uh, kind of just plan for the future. You know, what are you um, doing for a living? Really, as of right now, I'm just a shift supervisor, making eighteen dollars an hour uh, at you know it's like a fast casual restaurant here in uh, New Jersey. Okay, what are you making per year? Um, I couldn't tell you. I would assume it's a very low income, such as I wouldn't say it's more than twenty five. Is this part time then? Uh, no, it's actually full time. It's eighteen an hour, forty hours a week. Okay, so you're making about thirty six ish grand gross pay. But one of the things I want to come back is to, coming back to twenty five. Yeah, Christopher, the fact that you don't know means you you don't have any kind of budget, and that's going to hold you back no matter what the professional goals are. We'll get to that. So, what do you want to do? Do you have any sense of the direction that you want to take? I do, 100%. What um, is that? I've never been too uh, interested in you know any type of profession. The only passionate thing I've ever really found in my life was uh, health and fitness. Um, so I have a license as a, like a certification for, to be a personal trainer through um, this program called NASM. Um, I have that under my belt. Can I you go have, work at the I, gym? I start, and work your way up to being personal trainer at the gym? Sorry, what was that, sir? Can you go work at a gym, even if it's for yeah, $18 an hour right now, to get into that field? Yeah, of course. Yeah, 100%. What's keeping you from doing that? Um, I don't know. I think uh, I nothing really aside myself. I think I took the loss, um, you know, a year and a half ago, kind of rough, and it's just been you know, affecting me in more ways mentally than I realized. And it kind of, you know, because as, as, as a personal trainer, it's mainly predicated upon sales. Yeah. So you have to go and talk, talk up to clients and, you know, you can't be shy. You have to be extroverted. And, yeah, um, I'm sure you guys get the point. Yeah. Um, so how can so we help you today? Can, how can we help? So basically, sir, um, I have forty-five grand uh, ish in an estate account left behind by my father. I'm very thankful for that, um, and that's essentially it. I have the ability to work. Um, I'm willing to do whatever kind of jobs I need to earn money. Um, do you have any debt? The only debt that I know of that I have is fifteen hundred, so one thousand five hundred in uh, credit card debt. And okay. maybe I took out a few years ago to uh, do try community college, um, some FAFSA loans. It's like kind of lower income uh, household, you know, to send you to community college. I might have that might catch up with me in the future. But Christopher, here's um, what I want you to do because you you don't really know what's going on. Go to annualcreditreport.com. And you can pull okay. your credit report for free from all three bureaus, and that's going to tell you exactly what you owe. You need a very clear picture right now instead of just thinking and mm -hmm. feeling what's going on. And then use right. that money right. that your father right. left you to clean up the debt and get an emergency fund in place. Yeah. I think long-term you need to okay. get out of this situation and rent on your own with some roommates because I know it's New Jersey. It's expensive. But I would rather right. you rent with a guy your age who's on a similar path versus um, this situation. Man, you got to grieve. You've had a lot of hard stuff happen, and I think it's sort of just held you back, which is fine, but we need to form a path to move forward. And that means cleaning up the deck, get the emergency fund, switching our career. We got to get some mojo back, man. Yeah, Christopher. Yeah, no, 100%. You said something a minute ago that I want to challenge you on. 
because you called today. And so I want to honor your time and the fact that you've put yourself out there. Um, you said, I'm willing to work to do whatever. And I don't think you are. I think you're allowing your fear and doubt maybe a combination of both. You may have fear hanging out on one shoulder and doubt hanging out on the other. And fear, by the way, is is worry that something bad is going to happen if I move forward. Doubt is I don't believe something good will happen if I move forward. Very different, but they gang up on you. And the fact that you've done the hard work to get the licensing, I understand that building a successful personal training business is sales, yes. But it doesn't mean you have to start there. It doesn't mean you have to put all your eggs in that basket. Um, and and maybe just as George said earlier, I think it was a simple piece of advice, but I think it was profound. Just go work at a gym, man, and 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 just get your confidence up, right? And don't rely right. on you know being self-employed per se. If you can get one of those jobs, just get in the industry, get in there, remind yourself why you love. You said the only thing you've ever been passionate about is the is the exercise, the nutrition, all that goes into that. You need to get in that environment because what that will do is get your heart reengaged and give you that, what I call the juice, but it's just that motivation that you need to overcome the fear and the doubt. That's what's missing right now is you're not in that environment to where it is igniting your heart and giving you that real chemical reaction that the brain sends to the body and and you're just kind of stuck and you've had a tough time and we get that and we honor that. But you need to get in the zone, man, where you want to be. Get in those places and then over time you're going to start to get more confident to go, okay, I see what it's going to take to build a little side business here and I start my physical training business as a side hustle. I don't put all my eggs in that basket. That's what I want you to hear today, Christopher. Uh, and, and I think that you've got this blanket on you of fear and doubt and the only way to pull that off is to actually step forward one little step at a time, much like we teach in the baby steps with get that $1,000. You know, baby step one and go, oh, I accomplished that, George. I just think it he you needs moving. to get going. Yeah. I mean, post in a neighborhood Facebook group and go, hey, I'm doing mobile fitness. I'll come to you yeah. with a little bit of equipment and I'll show you how to do this. That's a great way to get started at no cost to you. Yeah. And get some clients that way and then work at the gym and start to make connections. Yeah. Hang get on the line. line. I want to send Ken's book, Proximity That's Principle. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Great minds think alike. It's, it's unbelievable. What's he going to get out of that? He's going to get the playbook on how to make connections getting around the right people getting in the right places then opportunities show up on his doorstep that's what that book does hang on the line christopher this is the ramsey show hey guys it's rachel cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make health care more affordable christian Healthcare ministries chm allows members to share each other's health care costs and it's as easy as one two three Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org budget. That's chministries.org budget.
Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. George Camel joins me. 888-825-5225 is the number to jump in. And uh, George, you told me during the commercial break you were excited to tell me about something. What do you got on your mind here? This this is very exciting. I never know what you're going to hit me with. You like steak? I love a good steak. This has to do with steak in a roundabout way. All right. So, Taste of Texas. What is that? It's a restaurant in Texas. I have no affiliation. They're not a sponsor. But they posted on Instagram and they tagged us. And here's the post, Ken. Our team's going to throw it up if you're watching on YouTube. Oh, they tagged us. They tagged us. And here's what happened. Here's the post. Okay. Today, we celebrated 17 staff members who completed Dave Ramsey's Financial wow. Peace University course. Nina and I had a drawing, and two winners got $5,000 each to pay off credit cards and get out of credit card hell. Laura and Jason were the lucky winners. Employees were encouraged to pay the 80 bucks for the course out of their own pockets, wow. then submit a completion certificate for reimbursement of $250. I see what they did there. A three-to-one bonus over the cost of the course. Wow. The names of the 17 who completed the course went into the drawing for the two prizes. So proud of them. And they threw up a photo. Oh, those are the two winners. That's amazing. But it made me think, Ken, because you're in the workspace. Yeah. Imagine if every employer across America said, hey, we want to do this for our team. We want to put them yeah. through Financial Peace University. Or if you're in, in HR, an employer, Smart Dollar. Smart Dollar, yeah. is Is the corporate version of this. How encouraging is that to your team to go, hey, we believe in you. We know you yeah. guys have money goals. We're yeah. a part of that because we're providing income for you and your families. We want to see you win with money and pay off debt. Well, I'll tell you. That's incredible. It's a benefit because here's what happens. If you as a leader or manager, however you want to do it, Taste of Texas was really innovative. I thought pretty creative in doing this. To really, not, really not well cover done. the cost, but skin in the game, you cover it. When you finish it, you'll get more than you put in. I love it. It was That's a little really cool. bonus incentive there. I thought it was great. Uh, what happens is is the the end result of that, and I want to I want you to remind folks again, give us the averages because you know it off the top of your head. People go through the nine week course of Financial Peace University, and they're saving how much and paying how much off. I believe they pay off fifty seven hundred dollars in the first ninety days and save twenty three hundred dollars. So right. it's an eight thousand dollar turnaround in three months. All right. So you take that number, and as a manager and as a leader, you help your team member get to that point in their life. And not just that initial turnaround. I don't want to get locked in on that number, but it's the momentum that comes out of that. That becomes an amazing employee benefit, and they're going to be more engaged because they're not stressed out with money. Yep. So that leads to higher productivity and higher profitability. There's higher morale. Yeah, but it's all a that team le- building exercise. All that leads to higher productivity oh, yeah. and higher profitability. Which you asked me the question. Bottom line is, it's a great business growth strategy. And in a day and age where people are moving on quicker, they're not as loyal because they don't get treated well, candidly. Sure. It's a great leadership play. Well, and it says, I believe in you. And when when a leader, a company says, I believe in you, I'm going to be more loyal to that company and more, I'm going to feel like I'm going to stay longer. So where is this taste of Texas? It's in Houston. Oh, we were. I was just in Houston for the national championship. So I don't know if they'll. I wish I'm sure. I, I hope they end up hearing about this because I started looking at their menu, Ken, and I'm now craving a tomahawk ribeye. Can you imagine me downing 38 ounces of ribeye? <laughs> Let me tell you something. It would take you three days to eat 38 ounces. You're a little man. I think like the the TV networks would be calling me saying, we want to start a new series called Little Man Versus Food. <laughs> Way more impressive. I know that uh, 38 ounces would give the meat sweats to just about anybody. Taste of Texas, congratulations on great leadership. George and I can be bought. 
Uh, so this is not an endorsement anyway, but if you'd like to send a gift card uh, the next time George and I are in Houston, we would love to come and, we'll and show up and, and sample if, the food and put it on Instagram. And if you want to check out Smart Dollar, you can do that at smartdollar.com. It's our financial wellness benefit that you can offer to your team. We have huge companies that do this, That's Ken. exactly right. U-Haul and Costco. It's one of the greatest personal benefits that a leader can give to their team member is to give them financial peace. It's a huge, huge payoff. By the way, before we move on, have you ever had a tomahawk steak? I did at my uh, my bachelor party. Oh, that was the did, one time. How much did you eat? Did you pull it up by the? Did you handle it like a man? Well, they ended up they did brought it out it? and then they took it back and cut it for me oh, to make it more palatable. No, see, if you're, you're going to eat a tomahawk eat steak, you got to grab it and just chew on it like Fred Flintstone. That's what you got to do with that. I don't care where you're at. That's what you got to do. At least one bite. Wow. I don't care if it's a highfalutin, you know, hoity-toity five-star steakhouse. I'm grabbing that thing. Like Mike Gundy, the head coach of Oklahoma State, said, I'm a man. You, you got to grab me. it. You lost me when you started talking about football. All right, never You should mind. know better. That's true. Uh, I'll explain it to him on the break, folks. If Let's you want to talk Madonna, I can do that all day. But You can talk Madonna? Not much. <laughs> me talking to you about college football is is like someone giving me a uh, maybe like a crash course on the planet Pluto. You know what Which I mean? Which doesn't even exist anymore. Pluto doesn't yeah, exist? I think they took it out of the running in the textbooks. That's it, not true. It exists. It's just not classified as a planet anymore. Conspiracy theory. It's not real. James, no are you for real? It. I didn't know this. This is pretty old news at this point. Yeah, wow. I'll send you a Wikipedia article. Decades old, Ken. Okay, I'm not kidding you. This is breaking news to me. I had no idea. Please tell me Uranus is still a planet. That one's uh, good. Yeah, We're safe. Okay. All right. Whew. All right, let's move on. Erica is on the line in Minneapolis. Erica, how can we help? Hi, how are you guys? Well, I hope you're okay, given that last two minutes I'm you had sorry. to endure. I apologize. You're you never going to get better. that back, but I hope you enjoyed it. That's all right. A little uh, lesson for us all today, I guess. Yes, absolutely. Uh, how can um, we help? Hey, I'm just calling because I've got a question in regards to what I'm being paid. I currently work in supply chain in the Minneapolis area and I've been working as a buyer for okay. about seven years now okay. for raw materials and distribution and um, I have to go for my annual review coming up here soon and I'm just a bit nervous about what kind of percentage I'm asking for when looking at the duties required um, to move up to the next phase in my career. Okay, let's break it down. So what are you thinking? Let's just, let's fast forward to this meeting with your leader. What are you thinking you want to ask for percentage-wise as a raise? Uh, at least uh, 8 to 10%. 8 to 10%. Um, What's that based on? Uh, I would just say just based on the, um, like, Looking at ranges on salary.com for what I'm being paid. Um, and are also those like the, are those ranges? Could you sit there in front of me? Let's forget the boss for a moment. But could you explain it to me right now to show that those are pretty close to apples to apples as it relates to your experience, your skill set, and then the industry itself? Do you feel like that's pretty fair to say that you're being paid eight to ten percent less than you should be? Yes, I mean in the in the industry, the ranges go from anywhere from sixty six to eighty two thousand. Okay, um, where so are you? A, uh, I am total compensation for the year without any health benefits or anything is I'm right at sixty six five. Okay, so you're on the low range. 
low end of the yes, range. Yes, sir. All right, that's really good. So, is your do you have some anxiety over how to to bring this up? Is that what you're asking? And a bit of anxiety, and just when um, my supervisor gave me the position to move into a buyer three, and it seems that from the way I'm looking at it and the work I'm putting out every day, the only difference between a two and a three is that it says you have to have expert knowledge in the industry and materials. And you have to have a bachelor's degree or three to five years of experience, which I do have both of those. Okay. Have they brought up compensation? Um, it, yes, we did. We did have a quite a few layoffs this year. Um, so I'm, I think that's what's giving me a bit of anxiety is pushing back um, with people. The other buyer that I work with has said that she got 5%. Um, although she's only been there about a year and a half. So I'm just... That's good news for you. That's good news, given that there's been layoffs. Okay, and in 30 seconds, I'm going to give you the playbook for this that I give to everybody. You've got to do your homework. I feel like you've done a good job on homework. And you go in and you go, look, here's the industry standard. But you also need to know that your leader is probably not the sole authority on this approval. Probably got to go up. So what you got to do is not put them on the defensive. You got to make the case and say, hey... I'm on the low end of the range based on the industry standard. I like being here. I want to be here. I want to grow. Uh, and, and, and so this is where I'm at on the range. I certainly like to move up on the range. What can I do to help you? What's the measurement? And that's the conversation. It's a posture of humility and hunger, not demanding. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. George Campbell joins me. 888-825-5225 is the number to jump in. That's 888-825-5225. Let's go to our scripture of the day. It comes from Isaiah 54, 17. When God is for you, no weapon formed against you will prosper. Our quote, now you don't know who this guy is, George. You don't know that yet. Who is it? Okay. <laughs> you assume You that. know what? Good call. I apologize. I stand corrected, maybe. John Wooden. The great coach. From? That's where you lost me. <laughs> I just know he has, UC, he's got a lot of great that's a, I'm impressed. UCLA, I'm going to give you partial credit. UCLA, University of California, Los Angeles, for those that are keeping score at home. Was not on my bingo card. He was called the Wizard of Westwood. 11 national championships. This is what he said. Failure is not fatal but failure to change might be. And I think that has a tie-in to financial failure. Oh, 100%. You know? I mean, Dave Ramsey's story. Yeah. Going through bankruptcy in the 80s to building That's an empire right. and helping millions. No with their shame finances. in your game is what we like to say around here. Uh, so good stuff there from Coach John Wooden. Let's go to Aubrey now, who joins us in Houston, Texas. Aubrey, how can we help? Hello, how are you? We are having a blast today. How are you? Great. I'm good. I'm good. Good. <laughs> So um, I was wondering whether or not I should sell 34 acres that I own or financed or just continue to pay it. Wow. Tell us the details on the land itself. So the land is strictly raw. There's nothing on it. There were cows at one point. Um, It's fenced off for cattle. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but right now I don't have anything actual like cattle based on it. It's just completely empty and it's raw land. What would you say it's worth? Um, it's worth about 200000 Um, I got a quote from somebody that if I were to sell it, it'd be about $6,000 an acre. Um, but that doesn't include like their commission of 6% from the sale. What do you owe on it? And I currently owe as of today, uh, $182,000 at a 1% interest rate. Okay. What do you think, George? Well, what was the reason you bought the land in the first place? So I had bought the land in conjunction of buying um, another piece of land that had a house on it. Um, I had got, I was newly married and then in 2021, we started to go through a divorce. Mm. So um, I got the 34 acres and then he kept the other mortgaged um, property. However, my name was on it. So it's going into foreclosure here soon. So I wasn't sure what I should do because um, I do have three kids and I gross about 53000 a year, almost fifty four. but take home is only about thirty five, thirty four, with all mm. the deductions that come out of my check. Mm. And that doesn't include like daycare, rent, vehicle insurance, my phone. Um, then I have to have like a lawyer fee and basically uh, monthly I can bring home about $440 and then split that in half. So it's about 219 to spend on living. And so I don't even oh, have Oh my a, goodness. Aubrey, I feel your stress right now and anxiety. And for that reason alone, even if this was your dream to have this land and do all this magical stuff on it, I'm getting rid of this land and getting rid of the payment and starting fresh. I agree. You got three wonderful kiddos. You got a lot of life ahead of you, and you're restarting. And part of the restart is we had this dream. We bought this land. Mm -hmm. The dream crumbled, and now I got to find a new dream, and that's okay. But hey- uh, Aubrey, you get out of this thing unscathed, essentially, this land, if you sell it now. You owe 182 and you'll walk away with at least 182 after all the fees? Well, no, not necessarily. Oh. So I owe 182 and if I were to sell it at about 204 and then with the commission, I would probably walk away between ten and $12,000 after okay. sale. So, yeah, you would net ten grand. Yes. Sir. Okay, okay, that's great. There, depending that's if huge. I end up having to pay for closing costs or anything. Sure. Do that's you have huge. any any debt outside of that? Um, I have like a thousand dollars on a credit card, but my tax return is going to come in. I'm going to pay that off. So great. Besides that, that's no. good news. And do you have anything in savings? Nothing. Okay. And where are you living Not right now? A rainy day fund. Uh, right now, I'm cohabitating, so I pay half rent. But I assume you want to get out of there. Yeah, I do. Okay. So that is part of the reason I would put a fire under your belly to get rid of this property. Get out. Are you, what's the situation with the kiddos? Um, they live with me full time. I pay for everything. I, I haven't even got my uh, final decree yet. Okay. So um, nothing's I don't even, finalized. I don't receive, yeah. I don't, I don't receive any type of, um, I guess you could say it's like child support or anything. It's just strictly me doing it. Do all you think myself. that you will get any? Um, I should be getting around a thousand a month if okay I, if he pays my ends up finalizing yeah, if he, yeah that too if he pays is he a deadbeat oh uh, right now yeah yeah well okay. the fact that you're taking care of him full-time tells me it tells a me lot. a lot yeah so we want to we want to move forward let's assume here's my point in asking that question aubrey it's not to add insult mm-hmm. to injury here but uh, george going forward i would advise her let's assume he doesn't pay anything so that if he does it's gravy that would be my mm-hmm. advice in this situation. I want you to be self-sustaining in that way. So here's my plan. If, if I'm doing it my way and I was coaching you one-on-one, Aubrey, and I was in your shoes, I would get rid of this land. 
You pocket the 10K, that's going to become your emergency fund. Let's get rid of the credit card debt. Now let's go find somewhere that we can rent for a while with the kids and Mm -hmm. start fresh. And eventually, I want you to be a homeowner and have this new dream. But right now, we just got to kind of clean up the mess and get some foundation under us as we walk through this, this terrible situation. Yes, sir. Okay. What's your? Can I ask real quick, Aubrey, about your income? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your income possibilities? If, if if you and I are just sitting at your kitchen table and we're going, okay, how could we make twenty thousand more, forty thousand more, sixty thousand more? What would you say to me if I asked that question? Um, so, in the line of work that I do, um, there is a possibility that I could work like every Sunday and make like one hundred and sixty dollars. So okay. if I'm willing to sacrifice the family time for money, then that's an option. I think in the short term, every nickel at this point helps, and the kids are going to understand, and you sit down and explain it to them. You're already going through a very tough thing anyway, so you know you explain, hey, this is what mom is doing and why. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're just going to be so grateful for you and your sacrifice. It's the kind of thing that they may mention in a speech, you know, uh, graduating high school someday. Uh, so I, I certainly mm-hmm. would do that, but... I'm thinking bigger than $160. You know, what what can mm-hmm. we do to expand your income? What's what's up the ladder two or three levels? Well, um, in April, I'll get a dollar raise, and then the next go-around in January, I should probably get another dollar raise. What are you doing for work? Uh, I work in law enforcement. Okay. Oh, okay. It, do, the, does it have good benefits with that? Um, I mean, the extra jobs that you can work, yeah. Is there overtime? Can you work at a church doing security? I don't know what role exactly, but are there opportunities like that? So, yeah, like um, working like an extra job, like church for like security, that's what I usually do on a Sunday is I'll go out and I'll work. Okay, and that's the 160. Every Sunday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I try see. not to count it. I try not to count it just in case there's a time where I, you know, mm. somebody else takes the job. So I try not to live off that. So are you a deputy or a police officer? Is that what I'm understanding? A police officer. Okay, great. Well, thank you for your service, by the way. Not only are you a superhero as a, as a single mom, you also are out there putting yourself uh, on the line for the citizens of your area. And so you're 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 an absolute hero. And and I hope you feel that. We certainly believe that about you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, we I, we answered a lot more than the question, Aubrey. We apologize, we but yeah. I hope it helps yeah. you take the yeah. right next step. There's a lot of steps to take, but I hope we gave you the right one right now, which is. Get rid of the land, get some financial footing under you, clean up all the debt, cut up the cards, and find somewhere to rent on your own and just get out of the situation to some stability and safety. Aubrey, real quick question. How are you doing on your budget? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're strong at budgeting? Need a little help? What's going on there? Uh, Really strong at budgeting. Literally, the only bills that I pay is daycare, rent, vehicle, phone, and then, of course, I have like a lawyer fee just in case I'm sued. And then uh, I pay like $10 for uh, for iCloud. Okay. Besides that, that's <laughs> you are, that's you are she is on it. Well, hey, I'm going to gift you every dollar premium yes. for the next year just to alleviate one more thing and give you one more yes. tool in the tool belt. But we believe in you, Aubrey, and I hope you believe in you. You're going to get through this and on the other side. Yeah. Hang in there. Work the baby steps. Keep going. You're going to be great. Sell the land. It's going to give you tremendous relief and take off a huge chunk of debt. George Campbell, great show as always. Always enjoy. always enjoy hanging out with you. I want to thank James Childs, our fearless leader, and all the guys in the booth. And you, America, thank you so much. This is your show. This is The Ramsey Show.